following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan, it's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. 19 stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer inside this broadcast. He tells me, Ken Cow, voice of the wings, on the season opener tonight against the Devils in New Jersey. Ken Cal, Paul Woods, his broadcast partner, will join us. How many radio shows get Cal and Woods? He shoots, he scores. Bob Kayser, voice of the Wings, top farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins, who play in downtown GR. He's scheduled to be in studio. Did he confirm with you? Didn't confirm with me. He's Kayser. I swear to God. I could talk to Ghost quicker. I think Kayser, a Hall of Famer, will be in the Grand Rapids Sports Hall of Fame, had their induction ceremony last night. You know who's not getting inducted? Me. It's a crime against media humanity. Twenty-two years on air in Grand Rapids, statewide. I've done two different national shows from Grand Rapids. And I'm kind of a big deal. No Hall of Fame. There's people who were able to ride a bike 10 miles, whoopty, and they get a bust on a wall. Doesn't bother me. I think with Kayser, though, not getting back with me, I think he knows I belong in, and every time he comes in, and I call him a Grand Rapids Sports Hall of Famer, he has massive guilt looking at me. It's like telling Elvis, you're never getting out of the hotel lounge business. (laughs) So we'll talk some hockey. Then we'll get to the Lions in Tampa, the old stomping grounds for Lomas Brown. Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, their GR office. They're based in Troy on the east side of the state. They're a worldwide accounting, CPA, and business firm. 
We'll go inside the Lions. The win against Carolina and what happened Sunday in Tampa. That will be with Lomas and Josh before this broadcast is done. And also Nick Katsunika, the best NHL writer in the business. Superfly dropped him on the show. What's going on? I said it's opening night for the Wings. We got to drop some hockey insiders. And Superfly made it happen. Way to go, my man. Also, your expectations for year five for Steve Iserman. I say they just have to make the playoffs. That's it. With the, the, you know, they don't have first or second year players. They've drafted well. They're loaded in Grand Rapids, their top AHL affiliate. No reason for the Wings not to make the playoffs unless you have massive injuries. So you can answer our huge question of the day on the Mercantile Bank listener line, one 866 838-4843. That's one 838 huge at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Also, before we get the show going, I want to give a shout-out to Lions linebacker Alex Anzalone. He tweeted out about seven hours ago, thank you to everyone who has been saying prayers for my family and their safety. It's been a scary, anxiety-filled several days, but my parents are headed home safely. So many people to thank, but I know this. God is good. Talking about his parents were part of a church group, 53 people who were trapped when the war broke out in the Middle East. They were in Israel, and they're on their way home. Bigger than football. Bigger than sports. Huge love to Alex Anzalone, his family, and all those families who will return to American soil down where they live in Florida. That, to me, is the huge news of the day. On the lighter side of life, we do get the wings and the devils. He is one of the greatest play-by-play announcers in the business. Ken Cal, voice of the wings. You can tell by his Twitter feed he's ready. Wings hockey is back tonight. How you doing, Kenny? Huge, I'm doing good. Looking forward to getting the season underway, and what a formidable opponent the Red Wings have tonight, the New Jersey Devils. A lot of people picked them to be one of the top teams in the league, but it's a good way to start the season. From a year ago, uh, going into opening night, to where this team is today, how much different is this roster in terms of experience and what the Wings were missing a year ago? Well, they're really experienced now. They've got the players that Steve Eisenman plugged in that have uh, a lot of NHL experience. Guys have been around the league for some time. And this allows some of the younger kids that may have played last year or are trying to make it on this team to just get that development going in Grand Rapids or maybe even back to their junior team. But, you know, I think that uh, when you have veteran players out there, uh, you know, you're in a situation where, they know how to win. They know what it takes to win in the National Hockey League. And what I really like, and, and I talked to you about this a little bit before, is that this team is healthy going into the season. And I think that really means a lot. You want to get off to a good start, and the Wings hopefully will get a good start with a win tonight here in New Jersey. So the visual for a Wings fan watching tonight from the last time they saw the Wings this past spring, what will be the most noticeable thing that you've seen so far in preseason and training camp? 
Well, I guess I would keep my eye on Debrinket and Larkin and see what kind of chemistry that they have on that top line. And uh, I know they've been tinkering with the winger on the other side, whether it be Lucas Raymond or uh, David Perron. But that's a line that really I think folks want to watch and, and, and focus on. The other thing is uh, the checking line the Red Wings have. And also Daniel Sprung, who had a really good preseason and uh, he was a 20-goal scorer last year with the Seattle Kraken, signed a one-year deal as a free agent in the offseason, and, and he had a goal in every game that he played in the preseason. Those, obviously, those, those goals don't count, but uh, he was involved in the play. He's got a heck of a shot. He's good around the net, and he was plus seven for the Red Wings in preseason. So he's a guy that really could pay dividends, could be a, a, a sleeper-type player in this Red Wing lineup this year. All right, between the pipes, uh, you know, two areas I look at if this team is going to be a playoff team in year five for Stevie Y would be that blue line and also consistent goaltending. Well, you're absolutely right about that. And Billy Huso, I think he had 26 wins last year. That number's got to go north. And the backups, to me, are really key, I think, for the Red Wings this year. And it's not just all about the goalkeeping. It's about uh, how the players play in front of the goalkeepers that are going to help as well. I think the Red Wings have done a pretty good job with uh, Cop and Comfort now on this team. They're good two-way players, and they'll help out on the defensive end, help out the defensemen too. But Reimer and Lyon, who are the backup goaltenders this year, when Huso can't play, they have to somehow find a way to win hockey games if this uh, team is going to make the playoffs. So on paper, I think the Red Wings look pretty good. I think they'll improve this year, and I think when it all is said and done, they'll be right in the mix. Yeah, because that mix, when you look at the Eastern Conference, and nothing against what the Wings have done in the offseason or how much better they are than a year ago, even on the blue line and between the pipes, but there's Tampa, there's Boston, there's Toronto, there's Montreal, uh, there's Buffalo, there's Florida, uh, Carolina. I mean, I'm, I'm just listing teams. you got to get in front of uh, Columbus and New Jersey, who they're playing tonight, Islanders, Rangers, Philly, Washington. My Lord, is the East loaded. Well, they are, and and there's no real weak teams right now in the National Hockey League, either on the western side or the eastern side. And and really what the Red Wings need is, obviously, they need to play better than they did a year ago. They need to move up the standings a little bit, but they need some help from other teams to, to drop a little bit in the standings, too. And, you know, teams like uh, Tampa Bay, they won their first game, but Boston, you know, how are they going to be this year? We know they're not going to get 134 points again. So there's points to be taken out there. But I think division games, you have to really be good in your division. And the Red Wings uh, didn't really have a very good record last couple of years against Buffalo and Ottawa. That needs to improve if the Red Wings want to make the playoffs. And, and obviously, if you don't finish in the top three huge, then you've got uh, two spots open for the playoffs as far as wild cards go, but you have eight or nine other teams that want to get to those two spots. So it's going to be a log jam right there uh, if you don't make it in the top three in either the Metropolitan Division or the Atlantic Division. King Cal, tonight with Paul Woods. Polly will join us in our next segment, Wings season opener against the Devils in New Jersey. Kenny, enjoy the call and the game. Always appreciate your time here on the Huge Show across Michigan. All right, thanks a lot, Huge, and go Wings tonight. All right, King Cal, you can even hear in his cadence, his tone in his voice, he's ready. It's awesome. Opening night is always special in all sports. And that East is loaded in the NHL. Paul Woods, as I mentioned in our next segment, Bob Kayser, another great hockey play-by-play voice of the Wings' top farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins. They open up 
this weekend in downtown GR. Bob will join us in studio. Did he confirm with you yet, Superfly? No, not with me either. He didn't confirm. I thought about putting his picture and info on milk boxes, but nobody does that anymore. There's no milk boxes. It's a plastic containers. I even left uh, a voicemail when my kids went to school, like 740. Hey, man, just let me know. Just confirm. We saw him in studio when he was cutting some spots because the Grand Rapids Griffins are on our flagship station, 96.1, and also Wood FM. And so we'll see. I think he'll come in studio. Nick Katsanika, one of the great NHL writers from NHL.com on what lies ahead for the Wings this season. And Lomas Brown, our weekly segment with Josh Garvey, who's the managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Doran Mayhew. They present Inside the Lions every Thursday with Lomas and also Josh, who does a great job of breaking down the Lions in the NFL. Speaking of the NFL, make sure you get your picks in every week if you think you're better than me at picking pro football games in the Beat Huge Contest. $1,500 in cash could be yours courtesy of Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. You have until Sunday morning to play every week. The Thursday night game is always a freebie. Get your picks in right now at thehugeshow.net. More hockey conversation. Paul Woods from the Wings Radio Network. He'll join us next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. No one cares what you've been through. No one cares about your hopes, your dreams, your desire to make a difference in this world. Guess what? That isn't true. Law enforcement cares. That's why people join the force. Maybe they came from a world where those things are true. Maybe they didn't. But here's something they have in common. They do care. Maybe you should consider being around people who truly care about you. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and start the conversation. Bill Simonson here for my good friend, Josh Garvey. He is a managing partner at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together. And did you know Bean Garter can help your business with outsourcing your payroll and other business needs? That can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. And they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting. Reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's pumpkin coin toss. And you can carve out wicked premium play prizes up to three grand. There are drawings every Friday in October from 5 to 11 p.m. And two lucky guests every hour toss to win up to $3,000 premium play. Be there for pumpkin coin toss. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. 
Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Fuel up for less with M-Perks. Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan Superfly Hayes trustworthy honest executive producer behind the glass Paul Woods from the Wings Radio Network in a moment Wings have opening night in Jersey against the Devils Bob Kayser did confirm with Superfly we have had multiple sightings of the talented play-by-play radio voice of the Wingstop Farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins, Bob Kayser, will be back in studio for the first time eight, nine months. He confirmed with you. I figured this out. He didn't confirm with me. So we're finding the source of the angst with the Kayser. Nope. Dent did not. He last returned to, hold on, I'm looking at the last return text from Kayser. March of 2021. Wow. I think Kayser's done some games with Paul Woods. And Ken Cal has been on assignment or under the weather. Paul is a talented color commentator for the Wings Radio Network. Mr. Paul Woods is standing by the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Good, huge. How you doing? Doing good. We got Kayser coming back in studio. Just had Ken Cal on. I got Paul Woods. It's it's like hockey night in Canada. You're going top shelf tonight. Top shelf. Look at you. Are you practicing words right now before we called you? (laughs) Ken, Ken sounded like he was ready to go. I can't remember him now, Huge. Yeah, you know why? We had Ken Cal on about a half hour ago, 20 minutes ago, whatever, and he sounded like he, was, he had his game day voice working already. You guys are pumped oh, up. Big night. That's encouraging. Glad to hear that. Yeah. Uh, what, what about this team, Paul? Uh, same question I asked uh, Kenny about 20 minutes ago. Where is this team better than they were a year ago on opening night? Everywhere, huge. Everything they've done is better. You know, the management team added uh, ten um, different players in the off season, so that's that's a huge turnover. But uh, they're way better offensively. Alex DeBrink will give them that element of scoring that they probably missed. They haven't got that. Uh, JT Comper is a really reliable center iceman. Um, he's their second center. Andrew Cops three. 
Um, Joe Valeno's had a good camps for us, so they're deep down the middle. They're better defensively, three defensemen. They've got seven NHL defensemen, so a good defenseman will sit out tonight. And that's Ali Mata, who was one of our better defenders last year. So we're better in goal with the three goaltenders, um, Lyon and, and, and James Reimer, Alex Lyon, who played in the, the Vegas Golden Knights, the Stanley Cup champs. He played in the playoffs with them for a game and helped them a lot going down the stretch. So penalty killing will be better, power play better. So it's a team that's built to make the playoffs huge. But here's the only thing about that. There's 13 other teams in their conference that fit that same description. Yeah, that's exactly what I talked about with Ken Cal that – Yeah, I'm excited about how much better they are than a year ago, but then I went through the list of teams who I think, at least going in, are better than the Wings right now. And we'll see the product beginning uh, tonight. And that number was uh, close to 14 teams, so right on your number at 13. You know, huge, but you know, the thing of it is, and we all like to, you know, to make predictions and trying to figure it out, but last year before the season started, a lot of people thought the Boston Bruins had missed the playoffs. They set an all-time record for points in the NHL. Like, the truth is, nobody knows. Edmonton walked into Vancouver last night and got bombed 8-1. Like, who could see that coming? It's impossible. So it's going to be a grind. And, you know, I, I think in professional sports now, <clears throat> hockey and, and the NFL are the two most where it's, it's, it's parity. Like, all the teams, if you're not ready to go, they can beat you on any given night. You get into baseball and basketball, there's some teams that don't really have a chance to make the playoffs. But in the NFL, and especially in the NHL, all, a lot of these teams have a great chance to make the playoffs, and it's just a highly competitive league, which makes our jobs uh, a lot better. It's a lot more fun to broadcast, but I think the Wings will find a way with the chemistry they have, with the team they've got right now, the coaching staff, I think they make the playoffs this year. All right, so in terms of making the playoffs, well, what would be the fill-in-the-blank answer if you said the Wings are going to be a playoff team because of this, and what would this be? You know, it's, it's just the overall thing, huge. I really can't put it like on the goaltenders and like they're better. The defense is better. Um, the power play could be better with Gossip Spear on the, on the blue line. He can help up there to bring it up front. So they're better in every different way. So again, I think they're sick and tired too of not being in the playoffs. And I think that's going to be add to it as well. So it's a serious uh, group. And, and I think they start tonight and they're playing a, a quality team against the Devils. But we'll be saying that over and over and over again. All these teams are good, but. The Wings can beat the Devils on any given night, and they can beat us as well. So it's going to be a battle, but just something tells me about this group and, and, and the number they put together and the guys they signed, um, they're going to get happen. And one last thing, too, I'll say here, where they're really improved is in the third and fourth lines. Like, they're vastly improved there. We used to have matchup problems, but that fourth line, when you've got this Christian Fisher kid who played seven years in, in Arizona, when you're playing on a bad team for that long a period of time and they keep bringing you back, you're doing a lot of things right. So he's a good defender. He's a penalty killer. He's a good fourth-line player. This Clem Costin's big and strong. He can skate for his size. He's a dangerous man. And if things start to go get a little physical out there, I'm not saying he's a great fighter or one of the top fighters, but one thing about him, he's strong enough to grab on anybody and shake some sense into a couple of guys. And Joe Valeno. And then we got Jonathan Bergman. He's on the minors. So we got a lot of guys even playing in Grand Rapids that are actually NHL players but just can't find a spot. Yeah, that was going to be my final part of our conversation. Because of what you said, at least you know 10 new faces that are uh, major minute contributors now with the Wings this year, uh, how good will Grand Rapids be? Well, again, they're going to be much improved, too. And I like the, the new coach, Ben Watson. Um, that's been a good addition. So, you know, and the thing we're doing now, too, Huge, is that we're really 
in the player development business. And, and that's really the key is, is to develop your own players and to keep making them get better and better. We get Simon Evanson down there. I mean, he really came on at the end of the preseason, the games I saw. I mean, he was looking like, like he looks like he belongs in the National Hockey League. So there's another defenseman. So if we do get injuries this year, we've got NHL players that are down there. Austin Zarnick's an NHL player. We can bring him up, fill a role. We have the guys get back, and, and who knows? So you need that competition inside the organization. And that's where Steve Eisman and his management team have done an outstanding job and be able to do it and still have the fifth lowest payroll in the National Hockey League is, is something very good. Yeah, in year five, I, I think expectations of saying, like you mentioned, that this will be a playoff team. I don't think that's applying any unnecessary pressure on anybody connected to the Wings organization. Well, you know, players actually, we, we like pressure. Like, we like that moment. We want to be in the hunt. Like, the worst thing is when you've got no chance and you can sort of feel as a group that we, we're not going to be able to get there. But, I mean, that's inspiring. I mean, that gets you going. It's motivating when you know you have a chance to make the playoffs. And as you watch those playoffs last year, it was just outstanding hockey from start to finish. Just so many amazing series. So that's what you want to be a part of. That's what you dream as a little kid growing up. You want to be in that situation. Paul, you and Ken sound, and I've talked to both of you within the last 30 minutes, you guys sound, uh, last time I heard this much excitement coming uh, through your phones on the Huge Show had to be when the Wings uh, were back in the playoffs. I'm telling you, I, that really gets me excited because the two of you have seen a lot from this team in the offseason training camp and also preseason. Can't wait for the opener tonight on the Wings Radio Network. Ken Cal with our good friend, Paul Woods, who's joining us right now. Paul, we always appreciate the time, safe travels, and let's hope the Wings get a W. You too, huge. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Ken and Paul selling to do it a pregame show. They're there. They got their game day, game night voices working. I'm looking. Bob Kayser didn't confirm. How, how many texts do you think I've sent Kayser without getting a response? You'll go 10? Let's play the. The Kayser game. Uh, let's see. Let's go through that. How many Kayser? I've texted him, and I guess I consider him a good friend. I guess we'll we'll still kind of wear that badge, at least for the time being. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven since August first. Seven. If I'm in my 20s, I'm breaking up with that girl. If I have seven, there wasn't even text in. You had to do the answering machines. So we're looking forward to Bob Kayser talking wings and their top farm club, the Grand Rapids Griffins, who open up this weekend in downtown GR. Kayser will be in studio. And he replied to you just to irritate me. That's the Kayser I know, and I know hockey's back because he's ready to stick it in my back. <laughs> uh, some are probably saying, I really can see why he doesn't return your text. That's easy to read. All right, got another week in the National Football League. All right, DraftKings Sportsbook taking care of everybody. You got the Thursday night game. Uh, you need to get in on the action. And here's a huge offer from my friends at DraftKings. You can bet five bucks on tonight's game or any game this week, 
and score $200 instantly in bonus bets. Also, DraftKings is hooking up existing customers who have the app downloaded. You'll get every game day offers all October. Offers for you, the customers, and also the new customers can get in on the game day greatness. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And those new customers who do that can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Get your thoughts on our huge question of the day. Do you expect the Wings to be in the Stanley Cup playoffs in the spring of 2024? You can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All I have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. Ladies, let's go see some men. The show, Friday, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Come meet the men of your wicked dreams for an affordable night of laughs. And maybe some mischief. Oh the boys are back in town. Tickets for 18 plus, just 25 on sale now at the box office and etix.com. Sexy costume, hot dance moves, your sensational night of fun returns. Hunks, the show, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Oh my. 
huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. I do want to thank the audience for stepping up from all across the state. We have 144 golfers for the Huge Rivalry Cup Monday at the Alpine Golf Club in Comstock Park on the northwest side of GR and at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford. Nick Lipinski, his family, they now own those two courses. And also Arrowhead and Caro and the Thumb, for those of you listening on 100.9 FM and Sports Extra 1330 out of Flint. Yeah, 144 golfers, 72 at each course. We may need some backups because, you know, between now and Monday, a few teams may back out. You can drop you and your golf partner's name and handicap and what side you want to be on. We'll probably take maybe four alternates. Drop those at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, but a record number. Uh, two golf courses we filled up. Thank you to the huge audience all across the state. I love you. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports. We love him. Weekday mornings, 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Huge Show tape delayed weeknights at 6 p.m. Spartan football back in action this weekend at Rutgers Izzo. And the Spartans have a team that could win it all. Uh, but Bill Self will be coaching uh, KU. Forget FBI investigations. Forget uh, illegal gifts to players. And Self gets off basically with nothing, Timmy. It's amazing. Well, what amazes me about that, Bill, that comes from the FBI uh, five or six years ago. Mm. You know, And he, he had been given you know, a suspension by his own school, much the way Michigan did Jim Harbaugh. And Look, I I don't know exactly what the best game plan is for a defense against investigations, but whatever. Self missed a couple of games by Kansas and whatever. I I guess that worked. I don't know if the FBI was restricted to just criminal issues or not. Um, Whatever it had, it spilled to the NCAA. I've never thought that forfeiting games was a good way of measuring punishment because those behind you, I mean, what do you care moving forward? Plus, it, it's, it tilts the record books. It, for instance, Michigan State now has the longest consecutive streak of appearances in the NCAA tournament at 25, which in my opinion, and I've told him for years that he tends to agree with me for Izzo, is not the Final Fours and not the national title. To me, his great, in my opinion, his greatest achievement is 25 consecutive uh, NCAA tournament appearances. Kansas was ahead of that, but by forfeiting their games in 2017 and 18, I guess theoretically you can argue that they didn't make the tournament that year because it just disappeared. But, you know, Michigan State forfeited uh, all five wins in one of George Perlis's 
seasons, and now their record books are so skewered because some think they should count, some think they shouldn't count. So you get two versions of that. How Kansas is going to, you know, record that year moving forward because it made the Final Four that year. But nonetheless, uh, to your point, what the other coaches believe more likely is that. Yeah, what's the old line? The the uh, the, um, the uh, punishment against Kansas and what the violations were so bad. Cleveland State just went on three years probation. His name is Tim Stoudstout on Sports and Lansing, joining us on the Rose Tumber Coffee guest line. What's the latest you're hearing connected to the coaching search, and also uh, when will this Mel Tucker story end? Well, the second one's easier to predict because I think it's going to go for a long time. And I think that's a house divided here. I think there are a number of Michigan State people who absolutely were aghast when the $95 million deal uh, was you know, put together in the first place. And when it was discovered that those people believe that the contract was violated, they absolutely do not want to give him one more diamond. If it takes forever to make that work, then take forever. Then there's the other side who also believe we don't need any more negative publicity. We have got to get this in the rearview mirror, figure out a reasonable settlement just to get it done. I think there are two sides to that from all the Michigan State people, Bill. And without a president, a sitting president, for next year in place, that makes it a little more complicated as to what the game plan is going to be in that regard. I am convinced Tucker's going to pull out all the stops to get what he can. He's running up legal bills significantly on his own, obviously in the hope that he's going to be able to pay him with the money that he gets in a settlement and how hard and how far they're going to fight to try to force Michigan State into a corner and get them into a standing eight count and force a settlement. All of that remains to be seen, and I don't think that's going to end any time uh, soon. In terms of the coach, there is a headhunter involved now. The headhunter is obviously around America just trying to check out and uh, you know, get an idea of who might be interested. And the names involved that you hear are the ones that anybody would reasonably come up with. The two young coaches in the West Coast and the Pac-12 schools, Elko and Duke. The, the wild card in this whole thing, because the donors are involved, is Urban Meyer. The donors would just assume pay Urban Meyer whatever it takes to come here. I, I still don't get a feeling that that's got credibility to it. I think he's been contacted. Uh, I think... I, you know, I think he. I, you know, I mean, I think there's been conversation. How formal? I, I doubt because this is still. You know, they have more than half a season left to play, and I don't anticipate a, a coach being determined uh, before the regular season ends, possibly before you know the bowl season there. And I don't think Harlan Barnett, frankly, is formally part of the conversation. You know, they've lost three straight. They haven't looked good doing it. You know they're going to struggle with these three monsters coming up in Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State. I, I think it's just going to come down to finding out who uh, is available and interested in this job. And the moment those regular season ends at the other schools, pounce on two or three, depending on what the headhunter suggests to the Michigan State people. If Michigan and Michigan State were playing this weekend instead of next weekend, how would you feel about that matchup? I'd make Michigan a 24-and-a-half point favorite, and I would bet Michigan 
and, and that's assuming that when they do meet next weekend, everybody you know is healthy. I don't see a Michigan State's ever going to score on them. And what I mean by that, Bill, is I mean score points in a competitive game. I mean, can they slop in three or six or ten or thirteen? I mean, I guess that's possible. Nebraska slopped in a late one. Minnesota slopped in one. And I, I just don't see how Michigan State is ever going to score. Plus, Michigan is just going to be so doggone highly motivated. I get that it's a night game in East Lansing, but these are different times. And if if Rutgers beats them, and I'm not convinced at all Rutgers is going to win, I think State's got a better than a 50-50 chance to win in my own mind because I don't trust Rutgers as far as I can throw them. But if Michigan State loses that game, Bill, I would up the point spread in my own mind to four touchdowns or more. And part of that is because Michigan, I think, is getting better, and I think Michigan is going to be highly motivated, including the issues in the tunnel last year. Everybody says Michigan State's mad about that. Okay, maybe they are, but I think Michigan is too. And I don't think State matches up well with them at all. So I would make them, if the game was this Saturday, answer to what, because this came up this week, I said I would have to make Michigan a minimum of a 24-and-a-half point favorite. What about all this? um, Go go ahead, Timmy. What were you saying? I was going to say that, you know, they they clobbered Nebraska by 38. They beat Minnesota by 42. Can they beat Michigan State by 24? Seems to me they could. I agree with you, Hunter. I was thinking four touchdowns. One thing about the atmosphere with that remaining a night game, which was a mild surprise considering what Michigan State has done, but also Michigan has posted great numbers in their night game so far. The secondary tickets, uh, I'm hearing that a lot of Spartan fans are going to sell them. What if that place is 50-50 Michigan or even more? Uh, that, That would be such a horrible look for MSU if that's a maize and blue takeover. You got it. And it was like that at halftime of the Washington game. I, I tell you, Bill, I've been around here, you know, a long time. I've seen a lot of games in that place, but I have never seen, especially the students, because the students have attended. They never get there on time, but by five minutes to go in the first quarter, it's amazing to me how many students are in the stands. My guess is they will be there just because it's Michigan and it's at night. But let me tell you, it'll be it'll look like a fire alarm went off in a closed building. If that game is out of reach at halftime, they'll all be long gone. And Michigan fans have a tremendous uh, ability to get tickets into Spartan Stadium anyway. I've never seen nearly as many Green fans in, in, uh, in Ann Arbor when they play there. But to your point, Yes, it could get, in my opinion, this came up on the show too, I think it could get very embarrassing. I think you could, that's if it's out of reach, okay? And out of reach to me is at least two touchdowns. If that's what it is and State has struggled to move the ball, there will be a mass exodus of those. It may be a little damped. I see the temperatures expected around 56, something like that at kickoff, so that doesn't seem to be much of an issue. And I think they'll all go over there and party like they always do before the game because that's kind of the festive part of it and all that. But, But if they lose to Rutgers, that just makes it that much more difficult. And you can tell these fans are deflated, Bill. They're very deflated. You know, this is not this. It, it's just been one piece of bad news in terms of football after another after another. I, I mean, you know, basketball and hockey could be something they look forward to as we get closer to the winter time. But I think to myself, we're not down to the final two or three games, and then the nightmares over. They got more than half the season to play. So there's a long way to go with this, and I can only imagine what the storylines are going to be moving forward, especially after that Michigan game. And remember, they got to go to Minnesota after that. Now, if you saw Minnesota play Michigan, you'd say, well, you know, they're not very good, and they're not. 
But that's a letdown game for State, whether they win or lose against Michigan the following week. And should these losses keep piling up, I just think you're going to see. You're 4-8. and eight. When you said 4-8 and eight at the beginning of the year, I didn't agree with that. But now that 4-8 and eight looks prophetic to me, not pathetic. It looks prophetic to me that that's the neighborhood of where they're headed uh, for these last seven games. You know, Tim, when you call me a prophet live on air, I won't sit here and disagree with you. I appreciate it, my man. One thing, though, when you hear P.J. Fleck say in his 11 years as a head coach, uh, best team he's ever seen, uh, when you're hearing other coaches say Michigan looks like an NFL team, uh, what Indiana's saying, uh, normally Big Ten coaches don't praise the other teams like that. They don't. Nope. They don't, but Flex under pressure, and I didn't buy what he said at all. What I thought his motive was, Bill, he's just trying to deflect the criticism he's getting for himself after they got pounded at home in prime time. We don't, we're not as bad, you know. Don't blame us as much. That's the greatest right. team I've ever seen. Now I think they all look. When I look at Michigan, they, they've been, their defense. It's, it starts to me. It's you know McCarthy gets all the credit, but I think their defense bill is tough to deal with because you can't score on them. You're not. To get many what they've given up one touchdown in every game and a couple of those were garbage the other thing that's incredible to me about michigan their starters are only playing two-thirds of the game i, know. I mean they've had they've had 97 points in two big 10 road games where their starters playing two thirds of the game because the backups are that good i got it tim i gotta get to a network to i love you man great stuff today enjoy the weekend we'll talk soon good, good belly no problem talk to you soon yeah me and tim can talk forever Tim Stout joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. Big. Bad. Huge.